One of the most common things that I hear from my listeners is that they feel bombarded. Whether they have a million ideas of things that they want to pursue on their own, or they hear a million things from other people about like, buy this, um, buy this piece of gear or this piece of software or take this class. They are full of good ideas and good intentions, but they get stuck because they know they can only take one step at a time and they get caught in that analysis paralysis about what that next step should be. They literally don't know what to do next in their business. Unfortunately, there's no one-size-fits-all answer to that question, but there is a one-size-fits-all approach that you can use to help you figure out what your personal next steps should be, and that's what we're talking about today on the podcast. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. So for a long time, I described running a photography business like playing that game whack-a-mole. And if um, if you've never heard of whack-a-mole, it's an arcade game that I came across as a kid, I think going to Chuck E. Cheese, where basically you have a big um, rubber mallet and these little moles pop out of a board. And um, when they pop out, they only pop out for a second and you have to hit them with the with the mallet. And um, ultimately, it's a it's a game of reaction. Um, And it's kind of it's kind of a mean game um, for being at a kid's arcade. But I digress. Um, It is a game where you are reacting to things that are coming up. And it feels that way sometimes. Right. We're entrepreneurs. We wear all the hats in our businesses. So, you know, if there's some sort of issue with um, taxes, you have to stop what you're doing and focus on that. And if there's a problem with your client workflow, you have to stop what you're doing and focus on that. There's all these little things that crop up and then you have to, you get distracted and you you have to deal with those. But as smart business owners, ideally, we're not running our businesses like a game of whack-a-mole. We don't want to be reactive, right? We want to be proactive. So when I was thinking about that, I started thinking about those circus performers who do the um, the spinning plate trick. That is who we want to be more like. They, you know, they put a plate up on a pole and they start to spin it. And then they, when that one's spinning and it's balanced, they go on and they set up another plate on another pole and so on and so forth until they have a whole bunch of plates on a whole bunch of poles. And then what they have to do is step back and watch. And when a um, plate starts to slow down, they have to go attend to that one and get it spinning fast again so that it doesn't fall and break. And that's the whole nature of that trick. But that is a system that they have set up. They sort of build, 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 and then they get to a place where they get to proactively, you know, watch and see like, this is the problem and I'm going to address that. And this is the problem and I'm going to address that. So they always know what to do next. So how do we get from running our businesses like a game of whack-a-mole to running our businesses as though we are those spinning plate circus performers? 
The first question that I think you need to ask is what's more important to you right now, making more money or spending less time? And that is not an ethereal question that you can like sit and meditate about. It should have a pretty cut and dried answer. And the way that you determine that cut and dried answer, number one, is that you have to figure out the amount of money that you need or want to make. So that question, what's more important to me right now, is in, is the at the crux because time and money are pretty much always at the core of whatever business problem it is that you are going to want to solve. Um, it's why you spend money on your business to solve those problems. It's where you get better at certain skills to solve one of those two problems. Um, and and at the end of the day, you know, businesses are about making money. And as business owners, the the thing that we feed in to make money is our time. So those two things are always existing in balance. But it's important that we answer those questions for ourselves because there's a whole lot of noise out there telling you, do this thing, it's going to solve your problem. Do this thing, it's going to solve your problem. And it's like, well, how do you know what my problem is? Um, and there's nothing wrong with people saying, here, I have an offer for you to solve your problem, but you need to know whether that's your problem. You need to know whether what they're offering is going to actually move you forward in the right direction, whether it's the next thing that you need to invest your time and money in. And and as I said before, the first thing you, that you need to know in order to answer that question for yourself is you need to know how much money you want or need to earn. And that needs to be a really clear number that's based on a, a careful analysis and calculation of your um, expenses and your living costs and all of those kinds of things, how much you need to pay yourself um, in order to be solvent. What happens and what I see is that a lot of photographers go into business and they have, maybe they have like a pie in the sky goal, like, oh, I want to earn six figures. That is a very sort of general thing, goal to aspire to. And the fact of the matter is, for some people, six figures is going to be way more than they actually need, which, you know, great. But if you only need to make $50,000 in order to be profitable and to pay your bills and all that sort of stuff, then uh, making $100,000, you know, if you keep adding um, adding to your workload to, to double what you need, what's the trade-off there? You're spending all this time. Maybe you're doing work you don't want. Maybe you're cutting into your weekend time with your family. I think it's really important to know what your goal number is and have that number carved out really well. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, but I, I do want to point out that that sort of never ending, I want more than what I currently have is, um, it's a slippery slope. So I, you know, again, we're going to, we're going to figure out what that actual number is because it's going to give you a concrete goal to work toward. So that at any time when you're answering that first question, which is, do I need to focus on making more money or spending less time? You have a binary clear answer, either yes, you are making enough money or no, you are not yet making enough money. And so if you're not making enough money, then you have to ask why? Are you not booking enough clients? Then your focus needs to be on marketing. And when I say marketing, as you know, I don't mean 
retooling your branding or flooding Instagram with posts or anything like that. I mean, getting really focused on who your ideal client is and then figuring out ways to find them and get in front of them. And if you are in that situation, I want you to go back and listen to episode five, which I will link in the show notes. It's called Marketing Done Right. Um, And that is going to be a good starting place to get you going on ideas for, um, for marketing and marketing in the correct way. If you are booking enough clients, but you're not making enough money and you can't take on more clients, then your issue is that your pricing or your sales tactics are failing you. And if that's you, I want you to sign up for my masterclass on the simple sales system because that is what that system is all about. That was how I solved that problem for myself. And I teach it so that you can learn it and implement the whole thing for free. So that if you haven't already taken that masterclass, I strongly encourage you to sign up for that. Um, And again, I will link that in the show notes, but that is um, you can reach that directly by going to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash simple. So back to our sort of decision tree. At first, the question is, do you need to make more money or do you need more time? And uh, we were talking about all of the different um, versions of if you're not making enough money, but maybe you are making enough money. Once you pick that specific number and say, I need to make $70,000, at some point, you know, once you've addressed all these other problems, you're going to look at your books one day and say, ding, ding, ding. The answer is yes, I am making enough money. Congratulations. (laughs) That is a beautiful place in your business to reach. And that is where you get to start focusing on the other issue, which is streamlining and ultimately reducing the amount of time that you spend working on your business. That's the goal, um, is to make enough money in a business that you love. And anyone who is overworked is going to have a really hard time loving the work that they do. So um, when it comes to addressing issues with your time, um, you can ask yourself a series of questions about how you spend your time. What do you dread doing in your business? What do you procrastinate about doing in your business? Um, What questions or complaints do you find yourself dealing with regularly? Those can be really good signifiers of problems and issues that you've got in uh, in your business. And then a big one is, do you feel in control of your time? And your answers to those questions are going to dictate your next steps as well. Perhaps it is time to take on an assistant or outsource your editing, or maybe it's time to focus on streamlining your systems. Those things all can take time. You might need to invest some of your earned money into it. You know, once you're at a place where you've got the income, then you can invest that time and money. But Over time, you can sort of chip away at those issues. And then once you can honestly say, yes, I feel in control of my time and no, I'm not doing anything in my business that I hate or I dread and there's no problems that are cropping up on a regular basis, then you get to go back to your budget and you need and you get to set a new higher number for your target income so that you can give yourself a raise. So this is your system. You start with, am I ma- do I need more money or more time? If the answer is more money, then you go through the list of money questions to figure out what your next step is. And if the answer is, I'm making enough money, I need more time, um, or I want more time, then you go through and you 
deal with the time issues. As soon as you've answered all of those questions, you reset the bar on your money and you go back to, I'm not yet making that amount of money, so I'm going to start working on how I can increase my my income. I realize that this may sound too simple to really be effective, but the truth is that this is something that we overcomplicate because we don't tackle it proactively. We are operating reactively. So even if we're not reacting to problems or putting out little fires in our businesses, we're reacting to some shiny new object. This is the whole point of marketing and advertising by other companies is to convince you that you have a problem, which you may have. Not all ads are the wrong fit, but um, but plenty of them are for sure. So if we are being logical and proactive, honest answers to the questions that I've just walked you through are going to be enough to help you know what you need to do or what you need to invest in next. I put together a pretty little decision tree with all of these questions written out in a way that sort of walks you down this um, decision-making algorithm. And I put them into a PDF that you can download by going to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash podcast slash 016. So this is episode 16. And um, I would love for you to print that out and use it as a reference anytime that you are stuck on the what do I do next question. And sometimes that is going to be if you are at the horns of a dilemma about, you know, you you kind of want to buy a thing, you kind of want to invest in a conference, you kind of want to whatever. If, if you're really struggling with that decision, pull out your decision tree and use the answers to these questions to get you to an answer that you can feel confident in. If, um, if whatever it is that you are considering is going to solve your most press- pressing issue, great. If not, you put that thing on the shelf for the time being and you, you leave it there and maybe you come back to it later because you've solved the most pressing issue and now it's time to solve this next issue. So that's what I've got for you today. Go to the show notes to get the freebie and the links to those other podcast episodes. And I will see you back next week. That's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash podcast. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by telling a photographer friend or leaving me a review on iTunes. As always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.